Welcome back to Dr. K's Anti-Aging and Weight Loss Podcast. I want to reach out to the ladies again today. I want to address our fragile hormonal balance status. I have a lovely family member that reached out to me who was concerned about her hormonal balances and possible vitamin deficiencies. And I feel that maybe many of us have the same questions. I have discussed in our previous podcast many times previous hormones and how they affect our body. Remember that these previously mentioned hormones are under duress and changed with consumption of unhealthy diets, inactivity, and chronic inflammation or stress. How do you know if your hormones or vitamins are not within normal limits? Well, you will start to have signs and symptoms. Now remember that the signs and symptoms I'm going to discuss are not only limited to hormonal or vitamin deficiencies, as other issues in our lives can actually affect us as well and lead to similar symptoms. First, we have discussed at length the number one hormone, insulin, which is affected by your body's blood glucose or sugar levels. When your blood sugar is elevated in your bloodstream, your pancreas releases insulin. If you're insulin resistant, your body will not be sensitive to the insulin in your body and therefore you will have sugar spikes, increased weight gain, increased risk of prediabetes or diabetes, and typically we'll start seeing darkening skin color on the folds of your neck, under your armpits, etc. And also we may see an increase in skin tags. Second, this hormone is very difficult for us right now, especially in the time of COVID cortisol. When your body is stressed, it releases cortisol through your fight or flight adrenal glands. When you are chronically stressed, cortisol will affect your mood, your energy levels, increase your weight gain around your midsection. Did you know that exercise can actually decrease your cortisol levels? Third of all, us ladies know that we have estrogen, which fluctuates monthly and later will decrease in production and decline as we age. Estrogen is our main female sex hormone. Estrogen has been known to be protective for women over men. However, it is linked to many other positive fluctuations to include our bone health, our mood, metabolism, brain functioning, and weight stability. We do have peak estrogen production actually in our 20s and we'll note a decline starting in our 30s. When the decline occurs, we will start to see changes in our moods, anxiety, around perimenopausal irregular cycles. We can start seeing hot flashes and night sweats. There are blood tests that we can actually measure the hormonal levels of to include follicle-stimulating hormones, luteinizing hormone, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, estradiol, estrone, there's many others. Remember, today's day and age, you don't actually have to have a doctor's order to check any of these hormonal levels. There are actually many at-home women's hormone level tests that you can get through home testing kits or through the female health panels through Quest or LabCorp. When we have our levels checked, there are many treatment options which can assist in the remedy of our imbalances, either by oral therapy, topical therapy, or bioidentical hormones. If any of you can hear snoring in the background, that's actually my bulldog, and she is extremely noisy. Now let's talk about some common signs and symptoms of some hormonal imbalances. First, this is an awful one, 
I personally hate hair loss. We naturally shed between about 50 to 100 single hairs per day, which is normal and natural. However, when more hair falls out and less hair grows in, you have a condition called alopecia. There are different types of alopecia. Did you know that hair growth literally has three cycles of growth? Even your body hair, eyelashes, and scalp all together go through three phases. Mind you, they go through these phases at different paces. The first pace or first phase is actually the growth phase, and it can last from two to eight years. This is generally the hair we think of on your scalp, and it predominantly stays about 90% of the time in this phase, which usually lasts about six years on our scalp, the antigen phase. The time the hair follicles shrink takes about two to three weeks, and this is called the transition or catagen phase. And the resting or telogen phase takes about two to four months, after which time your hair actually falls out. Your eyelashes and body, ha body hair typically have a much shorter antigen phase, basically about a month, versus the six years of your scalp hair. Sadly, about 50% of women will experience noticeable hair loss, typically in the female pattern hair loss, where hair thins over the top of the head and bo on both sides. This occurs when women age greater than 40, just had babies, had chemotherapy, other interfering medications, can have tight hairstyles that pull your hair out, harsh chemicals on the hair, or menopausal. So what are the main causes for hair loss in ladies? Well, rapid weight loss, dieting, remember that story I told you about my keto experience, vitamin deficiencies, restrictive diets, overprocessed scalped hair breakage, hairstyles which pull, all of those are some examples. There are three types of hair loss that are important to note and what typically causes them. The first is antigen effluvium, hair loss. This is caused by medications that poison the growing hair follicle. This can be caused by toxic substances like chemotherapy, radiation, and actually some medications. This will cause a sudden hair loss during the hair's growth stage. And sometimes, unfortunately, the hair loss can be permanent if the hair follicles are damaged. The second is the telogen effluvium, hair, hair loss. This is actually caused by increased number of hair follicles and the telogen phase, which is the stage of hair falling out. This is seen during extreme physical stress or shock on your body. Thankfully, we typically see this in a temporary form of hair loss. You will notice this from rapid large amounts of weight loss, surgery, anemia, illness, having a baby, emotional distress, abnormal thyroid function, some medication supplements, especially supplements that are extremely high doses of vitamin A, you can see it in some blood pressure medications, or even some gout medications. We'll also see it in some hormonal changes of pregnancy, menopause, or birth control pills. Third is the female pattern hair loss, which is the form that you can see from your family's genetics, which will cause thinning on the top or on the sides of your head. The hormonal changes with age and menopause, which can worsen with a decrease in your estrogen. When you hit menopause, your estrogen and progesterone levels decrease, and your androgen, which is the male hormone, levels will actually increase, which means you'll thin your scalp hair, finer and thinner hair follicles, which actually shrink, you'll have a slower growing hair, and your hair that will fall out very much easier. Remember, with hair loss, your hormones need to be checked. Your blood counts need to be checked. Anemia is a possible cause. Iron levels, thyroid levels, all need to be assessed as all these factors can be addressed. The vitamin, vitamins which can affect hair loss are also important to note, and those include vitamin D, 
B6, B12, selenium, and zinc. You can use medications like minoxidil, otherwise known as Rogaine, which is approved for female pattern hair loss, but did you know that you'd have to actually use this product indefinitely? So if you stopped using the Rogaine, it would, its function would actually stop working. It works when you use it and doesn't when you don't. There's also laser, ther laser therapy, which is approved by the FDA to be used by your dermatologist to treat female pattern hair loss. Oral therapy with spironolactone, which helps block your androgens. Estrogen, progesterone, finasteride also have been used in clinical settings for treatments. Don't use shampoos with sulfate detergents. Very important. Massage your scalp, help increase your blood flow. Those are also helpful added tips. Talking about female hormonal imbalances, many of us have had mood changes or appetite changes, especially around the time of our menstrual cycle. Why is that? Well, the decrease in your estrogen levels may actually trigger your mood to affect your hunger hormone leptin, which its job is to inhibit your hunger. And for many of those, that hormonal level change pushes for increased urges for high fat, calorie dense, sugar and salt filled foods, which will try to improve our mood. Well, many of us can say amen to that. Unfortunately, when we do that, we cause sodium retention, which leads to water retention and bloating, and the excess sugar and excess fat will add to weight gain. Now, let's talk about fatigue. Can this be caused by hormonal imbalances as well? Well, yes, fatigue does have many underlying factors besides hormonal patterns to include poor sleep patterns, emotional, psychological stressors, caffeine, alcohol, intake, and later exercise timing. All of this said, hormonal issues are definitely a possibility. Did you know that ladies, that too little progesterone can make it hard to sleep and too much can make you too tired? Your progesterone level is another hormone released by your ovaries, especially in menopause. Progesterone is a good hormone to be evaluated as replacement therapy can restore normal sleep patterns. It is literally a teeter-totter all of the time. Remember the other hormone released by the ovaries is called estrogen, which can decrease in perimenopause and menopause? When this occurs, the wonderful hot flashes and night sweats do occur. As we discussed earlier, there are options for treatment, both hormonal and natural. Many of you have heard of black cohosh, primrose oil, DHEA supplements, and we'll get through to those later. Another common endocrine hormonal imbalance is hypothyroidism, which is when your thyroid hormone is low, and this can also cause sleep disturbances. And many of us have gone through brain fog. Well, brain fog that we feel can come from fatigue from not sleeping well, and being tired in and of itself, or actually it can be from a hormonal issue. Did you know if your estrogen levels, estrogen levels are declining or your thyroid is not at its target, you can experience brain fog, which can cause memory and concentration issues? Just saying, you can get that treated. Remember, no matter what the cause of your sleep disturbances, there are mitigation techniques of good sleep hygiene, which can assist, including going to bed at the same time every day, avoiding blue lights about a half an hour to an hour before bed, waking up about the same time every day, avoiding alcohol right before you go to bed, as well as uh, excuse me, caffeine, and avoiding a later afternoon exercise. Okay, let's talk about what happens in the bedroom. Well, you know what happens in the bedroom. Why do some ladies have decreased libido and vaginal dryness? Well, once again, hormonal. 
Testosterone does affect our libido. And we know many men that take testosterone therapy because they have low T or low testosterone syndrome, correct? Well, did you know that there are studies in females that actually show that postmenopausal women also report low sex drive and benefit from hormonal replacement as well and do take testosterone topical therapy in the form of patch therapy, which can increase their sexual drive? Of course, remember ladies, what does testosterone do? It can cause hair growth. And for some, this may be an unwanted side effect. Vaginal dryness is caused by a decrease in estrogen caused by perimenopause and menopause. This decrease in estrogen actually causes the walls of the vagina to thin, causing sometimes sexual intercourse to become quite painful. There are many treatment options for this, but you do need to talk to your physicians for this reason. There are many contraindications as well as an alternative option. And I do tell my private patients this in the clinic, coconut oil, it's natural, and it is very beneficial in this area as well. Just saying. Okay, now let's talk about that pesky adult onset acne. Yep, that's right, that darn acne. Well, this is different than the other chronic acne that we have as children. Acne that does not go away may actually be due to excess androgens. Remember, these are male hormones like testosterone. Excess androgens make oil glands more productive and affect skin cells that line hair follicles clogging your pores and therefore leading to your acne. Medications sometimes prescribed are birth control, anti-inflammatory medications, sometimes steroids, or anti-androgen medications like spironolactone to treat the hormonally influenced acne. Remember the podcast on PCOS with ladies fighting a hormonal imbalance and they naturally have higher levels of androgens? There you go. One more thing we have discussed at length is insulin sensitivity issues. Well, here's another. The high insulin levels can actually stimulate further production of the androgens. And we also learn this in our PCOS patients. While on the concept of skin and hormones, when our estrogen levels decline, our skin does get thinner and we will lose collagen as well. This causes less vascularity, our blood return, elasticity, and becomes more dry and tends to wrinkle. If you are a candidate for replacement therapy, this may help or prevent delay signs of aging. But remember, this is a discussion with your doctor, as replacement therapy is not without its own qualms too, and this includes risk of breast cancer or uterine cancer. There are many types. There's oral, there's topical, there's bioidentical, and we will get through to some of these later. This podcast did get long. I feel like I could go on for days and days and days. So I'll have to come back to these topics again. Have a great day.